Hello, guys. Welcome to another edition of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason, joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. You know what it is. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. So let's get into it. All right. In the last couple of days, a couple of fun games of basketball. So let's get right into it. Um, so we're going to start with Thursday. Oops. And let's go to the Heat versus the Pacers. In this game, the Heat ended up winning 92-87. Um, Duncan Robinson went off 20 points plus 17 out there. Six of 11 from deep. Talked a lot about should he come off the bench, but he played great for them. Bam out of bio, 16 points, eight rebounds, seven assists, and Jimmy Butler with 18 as well. And for the Pacers, just a struggle all around. Um, Holiday came out there, two for 11 from the field with five points. Brogdon, two for 12. They just couldn't get anything going. He was one for eight from deep as well. And Sabonis only shooting the ball eight times. Not something you see a lot from them. Uh, so, Darnell, what would you see out of this one? Just a stinker from the Pacers. Like, how does Brogdon finish the game with seven? Sabonis finishes the game with nine. And Levert goes five with 12. And it seems like some of that Pacer juice is rubbed off on him. He only scored 14. But um, for the Heat, obviously, a great game from Duncan Robinson. You know, Bam Adebayo plus 16, second highest on the team. You got a decent performance off the bench from Tyler Hero. He's been, you know, catching fire as of late after a slow start to the season. And not not much scoring outside of that. This is a low-scoring game, and, you know, neither team was was great, but the Pacers just happened to be awful. So the Heat won the game 92-87. Yep. Dom, what'd you see out of this one? The Pacers do what the Pacers do. That's what I saw out of this. The only – they were actually leading the game at first. And it was because the Miles Turner was snapping at first as he wound up with their leading score with 15 points. But Miles Turner was the only one scoring at first, and, and the Pacers had a lead. But you feel me, once he stopped scoring, then nobody else was really able to contribute too much, uh, was able to contribute too much help. So, you know, it just came down to their, 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 bet, their scorers just weren't able to score. And you know Miami's generally known as a as a good defensive team. And when it comes to Duncan, I don't think Duncan should. Um, I, I I I didn't think Duncan should be off the bench. I think it's more like either he got start or he just gotta. You feel me? He either got start or he just can't play because you can't have him out there with the liability with the other defensive liabilities out there. You can't have him out there with with Tyler and everything like that. He needs to be hidden as best as possible. Because if he's not hitting, they will attack. And we saw it in the finals. And, you know, normally when he's a minus, because they just go right in his head and he can't play defense. But when his scoring, when his shooting is on, which, it, you know, it was yesterday, you know, then then he's he's a, you know, he's, he's normally he's normally the highest contributor to the team. He normally has the high. When his shooting is like what it's supposed to be, he normally has the highest plus minus out there. Like, so... It really just all depends on his shot because he's not gonna play any defense. At least he's at least he's giving up twos for the most part because they're just blowing by him. But then he replaces it with threes. So you know, and he's learning to dribble a little bit. We saw it. We saw it in the game. 
Um, but you know, he like he like blew past somebody. I think it was Miles Turner. Miles Turner was out there on the perimeter and he blew past him. He was like, Oh shit. He he's learning, he's learning how to dribble a little bit. He's developed. I mean, don't I mean he's only 24 so or, or 25 or something like that. So yes, he, he still has time to learn how to, you know, play the game. I think he's only been in the league for like two, two, three seasons. So, you know, it's just he'll get better over time, but if his shot's falling, he he's definitely one of the Heat's strongest assets. It's just a matter of if it's falling or not. Yeah, this was a game where he kind of – he was helping him out a lot late. He was hitting a lot of big shots. This is one that I was really – I'm starting to get re-interest because there are teams I don't want to see in this shit, and the Pacers were one of them. And when the Pacers had the lead, I was like, man, come on, man. The Heat really couldn't lose that game because, again, <clears throat> everything's so bundled up. But you just don't want them in a playing situation. That they would win, but still, I'd rather them not. I'd also would rather not play them in the first round, personally. So, because <clears throat> I think they beat us. But that's another another thing for another day. But anywho, yeah, good win for the Heat Pacers. You know, yikes! Um, if the season ended today, y'all y'all would get to play Atlanta. Yeah, we'd beat them. I think. Yeah, that would be a win. I mean, so I think. I think. <laughs> he got I, no faith. I think. What? I hope. <laughs> I think we would beat him. We should. But we, we should beat a lot of teams a lot of times. Anyway, this is about to switch. Moving on. Um, oof. Let's go here. Ooh, actually, no. Let's go. The Mavericks end up beating the Celtics 103-108 in this game 113 113 108 whoa thanks man in this game luca was amazing um 11 15 from the field 7 of 11 from deep some people say can't shoot threes we don't know who those people are um he did have eight turnovers but 30 skip bayless (laughs) 36 points eight rebounds five assists um porzingis was out there as well 19 points eight rebounds he was only 6 of 15, but a plus 15 because, again, the Celtics had no bigs. And Brunson off the bench had 21 as well. For the Celtics, they all kind of played okay. Tatum, 10 of 24, 25 points, 9 rebounds. He started playing really well at the end of the game when they tried to come back. Uh, Jalen Brown, 9 of 17, 24 points. Kemba Walker, 7 of 19, 22 points, 6 assists. They're not well, is the word for it. But, Dom, what did you see out of this one? I saw the best player on the court be Luca, and you feel me. I mean, we know what the whole we know what the whole problem with the Celtics comes down to. They're a bunch of ISO players, and you know, when you're an ISO player, which is which has been the problem with the Clippers as well. When you're when your whole team is just an ISO team, then you know it just depends on if the shots are gonna fall or not. Because if y'all just not gonna move the ball <laughs> to each other, y'all just not gonna pass the ball, then it really just does, it really just depends on if the ball's gonna fall or not. And with 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 Luca, you know, he only had five assists, but we know that he just gets people involved no matter what with everything that he does. So like, you know, it's just it's it's just better ball movement on Dallas. And another issue with the Celtics was that they were missing their centers and, you know, that's, that's not something to ignore. You know, they were missing Robert Williams. They were missing um, Tristan Thompson still. 
And, you know, Mo Wagner just came there. They traded Tice for him. It's looking like it's going, that's going to wind up being a bad decision for them because yeah. Mo Wagner came out there and did nothing. At least Tice would have tried. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, Tatum didn't shoot too poorly. 10 for 24 isn't great, but it's not awful. He's He shot way worse. Um, Jalen Brown didn't shoot that bad. I mean, he shot, I mean, Tatum shot one for eight from three. You want to see better than that, but, you know. Um, Marcus Smart shot five or 12. That's not terrible. Kemba shot seven or 19. It's pretty bad, but he shot worse. So, you know, I mean, it's just, they, they just didn't have a lot of, you know, they just didn't have their centers that, that, that fucked up the insides and, you know, they just weren't able. And, and, and at the end of the day, Boston's just not better than Dallas. <laughs> so. Don't know what challenge them. Yeah, um, for the Celtics, obviously, like Dom said, they're, they're a team that plays a lot of isolation <clears> basketball. So you don't see a lot of ball movement. You see a lot of tough, difficult shots. And like you said, it's about whether they go in or not. Jalen Brown, he was 9 of 17. That was a good, you know, percentage from the field. But everyone else shot, you know, below average. And, you know, that's just not going to get it done. And you don't really have a lot of bench scoring with, you know, having Tristan Thompson and having Robert Williams out. Now you're thrusting Mo Wagner into the starting lineup. He only played 16 minutes, but that means you have to go small. And then you see a lot of Evan Fournier in the game. And he just not – he doesn't seem acclimated yet. Um, he's normally somebody who can score in the high 20s on some nights, low 20s, and that somewhere in that range. And – uh, for the Celtics, he's been scoring, you know, single digits, and he had an over game or a one for ten game to start. I think he might have been over ten. It was over ten. To, yeah, it was to zero. start his career with the Celtics. Zero. So, <laughs> so I think once he gets, you know, situated a little bit better, they'll look a little, they'll look a lot better. But as of right now, they're a team that's, you know, struggling to stay above five hundred or stay close to five hundred, and Dallas is, you know trying to figure out how to take the next step. You know, they traded for J.J. Redick. He's not with the team yet, but he's going to add more shooting to the bench, get them more looks, and I think that's going to benefit the Mavericks well. And with Luka playing at this level, I think the Mavs have a high ceiling. A couple of J.J. Redick going to be there. Yeah, J.J. not going to go there. He's trying to go to the Nets as bad as possible, man. He's mad. So you don't think he reports? No. <laughs> They're going to have to buy him out. He said, I ain't asked for this trade. He's like, y'all told me y'all were going to buy me out. <laughs> That's yeah. so dumb, though. Like, JJ, you're not that kind of player. Like, you don't get that respect. Like, you, you did nothing for the organization. You're not like, he, he like they were saying, though. you didn't win a championship for a team. Like, none of that he stuff. So, he just no, wants man. his ring. He just wants to sit on the bench and watch the Nets, man. He once was that player. That's all it is, <laughs> basically. Also, another thing, Fournier will not get acclimated because he's not getting the shots. Or not, it's not happening. <laughs> not happening. He's not going to get the shots to get 20. I'll tell you right now. My man just took six shots. The pecking order goes Tatum, Brown, Kemba, those three. Smart is fourth. Whatever, Trist- whatever rebounds Tristan Thompson can get, fifth, then Fournier. And that's going to go like that every game because they don't pass and find the open person. 
You know this. Honestly, bro, P- Pritchard might be above Fournier. <laughs> possible. That's possible. <laughs> nah, Fournier won't That's play crazy. more. Crazy. Fournier might play more. So he played double the minutes. Only got two he played more double shots. the minutes. It took two more. Gee, shots. Man, that's what I said. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. <clears throat> I think I think Fournier should definitely be taking more shots than Marcus Smart, but I don't think that's gonna happen because no. he's a Celtic <laughs> through and through right now. Like, no. yeah, it's not gonna go down like that. And the thing is, is like him and Jalen Brown, are the only two people on the whole team who cut. Only two people who move at all <laughs> off the ball, so they they like to pass it to each other. If anything, they, bro, their issues would be so easy to fix, bro. If they just if Brad Stevens just told them, bro, pass the ball. No. If he just sat there and was a coach instead instead of just saying good job guys good job guys keep putting shots up it'll fall eventually i, I promise that's what their timeouts sound like bro it has to be he gotta be telling them keep putting shots up guys it'll go in eventually no bro he's open pass him the ball <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to shoot over two people every play yes you do that's how you become a superstar that's how you become <laughs> that's how you get that's Honestly, that's how you that's how you get the greatest that's how you get great commercials. So yeah, watch fuck it. That's how that's how you that's how you get to keep your potential rating until you're 28. Man, Jason, Jason still has the potential. You're 35. Yep. <laughs> Jason still has the potential to be you know what I'm saying. And one thing that, that was interesting, I was watching the game, I didn't really notice this. I don't know why this is, and I was trying to think, and if you guys could help maybe figure this out. That'd be great. But their defense is falling apart. Like, it was fourth last year in efficiency, and now it's 18th. So as much as we talk about the offense, the offense has been shitty, right? It's been this way. But the defense has not been. And Marcus Smart is there now, and they're still going to well, well, Marcus wasn't there for such a long time. Yeah, but I just watched him get 36 on his head on 14 shots. So, you know what? He, he bro, not everybody. He guarded Luka. That's a little different. Dude, Luka Marcus hit, has been there Luka for a hit few 20 games. step backs. Marcus is getting scored on. I don't know if you're noticing that. He's not stopping. I don't notice it. Maybe maybe him coming, maybe him coming back from that injury. Maybe him coming back from that injury. You know, he just hasn't been. He just has to get back into it. Maybe that injury was was worse than you know than we initially thought. You know. So. I don't think that's it. I think it's just the fact that he I mean, who how, who can you really stop in the NBA these days? It's not like he was you can really the people last year. You can was it's only huh? It's only so long. How did, how does the line go? It's only so long. Fake the temper ten, <laughs> and you can't really you can't really guard anybody in the NBA because eventually you'll get figured out. And I think the Celtics yeah. have gotten figured out, and. Teams know how to attack them. It comes. It starts to happen in the playoffs. You see, teams learn how to, you know, move the ball and find the ways to beat their pressure and find ways to score. And I think that's just what man, it comes down to. That man, Roy Williams just retired, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> just go ahead, man. <laughs> 
like like if <laughs> like if you, like all you have to do in these college kids is just instill confidence. I mean, these niggas already got all the confidence in the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you don't need to do it no more, bro. <laughs> I think you really should just go back to college. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I think one of Brad Stevens' biggest problems is he's a teacher. Like, and it's only so much you can really teach an NBA player yeah. when they're young and they're first coming into the league. It's one thing, but they're not at that level anymore. Like they've learned everything that they can learn. Now it's about them just going out there and doing it and they just don't do it. He's there to like instill the confidence in people, which he has. Like I will give him that credit. He instilled the confidence in all these niggas. He, he was like, do what you do. But the problem is they do what they do. <laughs> I don't think he's that much of a teacher. I'm actually problem. gonna disagree with that because I don't see them doing anything new, anything that it seems like they're smart in the other team. They've been doing the same thing there for seven, eight years. It just used to be Isaiah Thomas. Now it's Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, you know, and Kemba. <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's pick and roll and you shoot the ball. And Isaiah Thomas had that confidence. He just kept shooting it. You know what? That year it went in. It's, all he knew is instill confidence in people. That's why he that's why you're a perfect college coach. You just gotta keep these niggas, you just gotta keep these niggas heads up for real. But in the NBA, you got you got to do something. Move the ball, pass the ball. <laughs> like, it be, yo, you watching every other team move the ball on y'all. <laughs> but they be, be, but they keep making it to the conference finals. So I mean, they're like, shit, we're doing something right. <laughs> yep, it's called playing the Sixers. And we're moving on. The Timberwolves end up beating the Knicks 102-101, coming from behind, down 12 in the fourth quarter. Julius Randle tried 26 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. R.J. Barrett at 23 as well, but another tough loss for the Knicks. Um, again, no D-Rose, and you can see it just continues to affect them. They can't close out games, but Anthony Edwards was the story. 24 points. 9 of 16 shooting, three steals, three blocks out there, plus 14. Lake Beasley at 20 coming back, including a late three to give them the lead once and for all. Harley Towns, 18 points, 17 rebounds, six assists. Darnell, what did you see out of this one? I see a sleeper name that we didn't mention that had a big impact. Jade McDaniels coming in, giving them 18, four of nine from three. Um, I think I saw D'Lo tweeting about Jalen McDaniels being under. Take his word a little too much validity. But for the Knicks, just another tough loss. Reggie Bullock, uh, minus 10 in the starting lineup. Lowest minus on the team. Played 30, 38 and a half minutes, four of six from the field. Just defensively, must have just been getting cooked out there. But, you know, Great game from Julius Randle. He had 26, 12, and 6. They still didn't find a way to win. I mean, they're only playing four guys off the bench. Looks like um, Thibodeau is back to his old ways, beating the starters down. And the Timberwolves just have more, you know, they just have more able bodies and just more, you know, firepower in the starting lineup, and they just happen to get the W. Yeah, that's a lot. How the fuck did quickly miss every shot? And he was by far the highest plus minus. 
Because he can go buy people and do things. That's why. <laughs> he did have two two assists, couple rebounds, had a steal. Two assists and a steal, which is by far. <laughs> he is a threat. <laughs> I mean, here, here's what. Yeah, he's the only threat without Rose. But um, nah, I, I was, I was kind of, I wasn't watching the game. I was stat watching little bits, you know. And what I saw was Anthony Edwards only had like he only took like three, four shots, and and, and Towns took like ten. And that's when they were losing bad because Townsend was like three for seven or some shit like that. And he was holding out there. And Beasley was taking the other shots. I think Beasley had like seven. But then at that, but then towards the end, they were just like, you know what? <laughs> like, like they were both number one picks. But damn it, this one way better than that one. <laughs> he all he's already the leader of the team. And he's the rookie, bro. He's already the leader of the team. So you know, he just went out there. And then he snapped and he brought them back. And you feel me? It was in, in, in the last play of the game. He said it, he said in the post-game interview, he was like, he was like, you know, we made sure, we made sure to cover Randall. We made sure Randall was covered. We made sure to cover everybody but that bum ass nigga RJ. <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like, if RJ hits the shot, then we just gonna lose the game. <laughs> RJ had 23. Damn, RJ. I just don't care about you. He said he did RJ, say we, we wanted if, the ball in RJ's hands. He said if RJ beats us, damn it, we just going to lose the game. <laughs> damn, Anthony. Yeah, but nah, Anthony Edwards definitely snapped toward the end of the game. He had 12 points in the fourth quarter. He was going crazy. I'm watching like it. It just confirmed what I already knew. Confirmed what I already knew, man. I don't care what Daniel Russell tries to say about Daniel. Trade him. Beasley can stay, actually. Even though Beasley was a minus 12. At the- yeah, you, you got to keep somebody. Is Beasley going to be free? Yeah, Beasley can shoot. He give you 20. So Beasley can stay. Carl can go. I'm out of here. D'Angelo, there's no, no room. Just give the ball to Anthony. Let Anthony do what it is that he does. You know what really helped him, too? You know what really helped him, too? Because D'Angelo got hurt, it put Ricky in the starting lineup. And if Ricky just knocked on the score, <laughs> yep. like, it really it really did make a difference. Just, just, throwing, Ruby, just throwing Ricky in the starting lineup. Exactly. And just give the ball to their best player. And like early in the year, he was early in the year we saw him shoot and he wasn't, you know, doing this. But it's just he's gotten more comfortable, obviously, with the game now. You know, he's just he's more used to it. And you can just, I mean, he just clearly is their best player. Carlin Towns clearly and, and this was a this was a game where he Carlin Towns was a plus nine. He had 17 rebounds. So you will have to get another center, but damn, it's just like, I mean, bro, can you make some shots, <laughs> like please? Do you think Najri could be, you know, the answer moving forward? I don't know. I think they would need someone better than Najri, but I'm also I'm just tired of calling it talent, just taking and missing a bunch of shots every game. 
was like every. So while we're on, while we're on the, um, while we're on Anthony Edwards and talking about how great he was, the NBA just hit the, um, just hit the official rookie ladder, rookie of the year ladder, uh, a couple days ago. So I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say the rankings now. So tenth is Isaiah Stewart of the Detroit, the center for the Detroit Pistons. Patrick Williams, the um, power forward for the Bulls. Eighth is uh, Desmond Bain for from the Memphis Grizzlies. Seventh is James Wiseman of the Warriors. Sixth is Lamelo. Um, fifth is Sadiq Bay from the Pistons. Four is Jayshon Tate from the Rockets. Three is Emmanuel Quickly. Uh, two is Edwards, and one is Tyrese Halliburton. Huh? Wrong. Oh man, sorry. I like I like Ty, Tyrese Halliburton. I but love Halliburton. No way. That's ridiculous. Like if if they've been paying attention to the way the second half of the season starting off, like Anthony Edwards has been incredible, and Tyrese Halliburton has been fading. Like we yeah. haven't seen him have those big games like he had to start the season. I really quick. I thought that too. He actually has been really good. They they just. We just don't talk about him. He did it. He had his last five games were 17 and 7, 21 points, 13. That's a struggle. 15 and 10, 18. It's just, they're just the kings. I it's not like he, he used to have like 25 point games, like no, 28 right. point games. Like it's not the same. It's not that he's playing bad. The problem is, not by know, the any problem is Anthony is crazy. That yeah, you're right. Yeah, he going well. Um, he did have 28 recently. I don't know. Maybe I'm asleep. I just it's the problem. You know what the problem is? Here's the problem. Anthony's just better. <laughs> so like we're just like well, you know, doesn't make sense. I can't. Well, and Anthony Edwards is doing it as a number one option. Yeah, Tyree basically is number two option though. He's definitely and the, King, and the Kings have been on a big win streak. And and the Kings have been on a big win streak as well. Whereas the Timberwolves are even though, you know, Anthony Edwards has been doing this thing, they still ask. Like the Kings, the Kings are fighting for the playoffs. Like that's one of the main reasons Lamelo was number one before he got hurt, because he was really carrying the Hornets into the playoffs. So I, I mean the <laughs> I love Halliburton. I don't – it's Anthony Edwards. It just is. It's like – I can't even really – it's just Anthony Edwards. He's just – he's the – the man broke the internet already. He scored 40. So – Yep, 40. You know, he did everything. Do you think, Lam- think LaMelo should have dropped as low as he did down to six? No. But I, I think they're just telling you no. he's hurt, so he's not going to win it. I was, yeah, I was a little stunned. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They're just like, I guess he's not going to win it. But really quick for the numbers, um, Edwards averages 17.3 a game, 4.4 rebounds, 2.5 assists. So those are his numbers. Halliburton gets 13 points a game. I'll get you the assists in a minute. But, yeah, it's just five. five. Yeah. He don't pass the ball. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. 
So he makes his shots. <laughs> shots. I don't know, man. I just think it's just it's just Anthony Edwards. Edwards is just the rookie of the year, and I know and whatever. I won't get. They probably don't want to give it to him because he already said he don't care about basketball. I feel like that's the <laughs> they don't want to give it to him. It don't matter if you don't care. You gonna go out there and score forty, dunk on people. And I know this was probably this was before this game, but and then also league come from high victories over playoff teams. I don't I don't know what you want me to do with that. Nah, but like it's it's just it's past that though. It's like. I saw I saw like a different post game interview that he had, and he was just talking. He was like he was like we be out here bullshit and like we we go to the layup we go like during the warm ups and everything we're out here in the layup line we're out here bullshitting around missing layups and shit like that like we gotta come in with the same mentality that that we have like in the games we gotta have that mentality at all times that's the only way that we're going like win games and be better and shit like that so. As much as he don't care, like as much as as much as he basketball is not his favorite sport, and he's just doing it because he's good at it. It's like when he does play it, he he's put he's putting his everything into it, and he's like you know, and he he I just sound like the leader of the team already. I get it, Anthony. Anthony's saying, bro, I can't get bitches if we're losing. <laughs> you gotta listen. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get these girls if we keep if we twelve and thirty eight. That's not how you get it done. <laughs> I mean, if he rookie, if he rookie of the year, true. Hey, but right now he's not, and it's because they're losing. Well, I feel you, my man. So he's not even trying to. He's not even trying to win the games. He was trying to get some hoes. <laughs> I trying to win, but for the hoes. Hey man, however you how whatever motivates you, man. At the end of the <laughs> All right. So moving on to our last game of 31st. We have the Suns beating the Bulls 121-116. Um, in this game, Nozak Levine, Vucevic tried there at 24 points, um, 10 rebounds, right back on the magic for this game. Um, Thaddeus Young had 19, 10 rebounds as well. Valentine <laughs> bench, but it didn't matter. It wasn't enough because one man decided he was not going to lose today. 45 points for Devin Booker on 17 of 24 shooting. Um, Chris Paul was there as well with 19 and 14. They did get 19, 16 off the bench from Sarge, but Devin Booker just went crazy as he can do. Um, so, Dom, what'd you say out of this one? I mean, the whole the whole question with Phoenix and their title hopes all this is all falling on this man's shoulders. And you know, you know, we were you know we were saying earlier in the season, you were like, I don't know if he got it right now. I was like, I don't know if he cares right now. But regardless of what the reason was, he wasn't you know you he wasn't putting his normal scoring performances up like that. But you know, recently he's been he's been you know. He's been scoring 30 more, scoring in the scoring like in 30s and stuff more. And today he just said, you know what, bro? I am Devin the fuck booker. <laughs> and it's not even just that he scored 45. He shot 17 of 24. He, like he didn't miss no shots. <laughs> it's like that 
I mean, but but this is what we know. Again, this dude scored 70 before. So, like, we know he a bucket. So, I mean, Chicago, if Levine's not going to be there, there's, there's, there's not going to be as much to somebody that can combat with him. Uh, obviously, Levine's not as good as Booker. But, you know, he could at least been there to, you know, give them a little extra offense that they were missing. You know, 116 is a lot either way. But, <clears throat> I mean, it just came down to Devin Booker was just better than everybody else. And I think that's what this game came down to. Mm-hmm. Darno, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I think it obviously came down to Devin Booker being the biggest difference. But what stood out to me about Devin Booker was that he only made two threes. You would think that in a game where he, you know, had an explosive offensive night that he would have it going from three-point line because he's such a good shooter, but wasn't the case. You know, he was 17 of 24 overall and two of five from three. So he made 15 baskets inside of the paint, or not inside of the paint, but inside of the arc. So that's just impressive, Um, whether it be long tools or layups or whatever it may be. You know, that just shows that he had his entire floor game going. And for the Bulls, obviously, with no Levine, it's going to be tough. That's their leading scorer. They do have Vucevic. He did a good job of kind of holding it down while Levine was out. But this just – they just didn't have the offense to keep up with a Phoenix team that had their best player, you know, scoring 45. So, the Suns are the better team. They should have won this game. They did win this game. And nothing surprised me. Um, Devin Booker – Go ahead. I just want to go to your point where you were saying, like, he, he, you were surprised. But he's only a 35% free throw shooter. I mean, three-point shooter this year. He doesn't really shoot a whole lot of threes like that, like that. He is, like, he. the thing is, he's really just such a good mid-range shooter. And he's a really good finisher. That, like, like he really is, he really hasn't been that, like, like he's a good three point shooter, and I think the thirty five percent is like low for him. But he's he he never really was just like a just like a straight I'm a shoot threes type player. He really does shoot a lot of middies and, and get to the paint a lot. He's just strong. He's 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 like way stronger than he looks. Like you wouldn't expect him to be as strong as he is, but he really does, and he he finds ways to get to the basket. He's obviously a great finisher once he gets down there. And he can get to the free throw line. He's a 85% free throw shooter. So, you know, when he chooses to get to the line and when his mid-range shot is there and everything like that, then, you know, that's where most of his offense comes from. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, but the thing is, is he hasn't tried to do that this year. Since you were, I was going to say the same thing with Darnell said. He hasn't been going the free throw line 10 times. But he just saw he saw Vucevic out there and he said, you know what? Today I'm going to the basket. How about that? <laughs> this is who I gotta go up against. Fine. I'm going right. If it's gonna be Vooch, Markinen, and Dad, unless Dad gets a charge, they're not stopping me. I'm doing anything I wanna do. True. And Sadaransky fouled out because he was guarding him. No chance. Dudes had no chance. Yeah. Yo, this is actually their starting lineup was big as hell, bro. That, yeah, big for no reason. Big and getting blown <laughs> by. <laughs> Saturansky was the only dude under 6'8. <laughs> no. 
Sadoransky, how tall is Sadoransky? He's like six six. Six seven. Right? <laughs> six seven. Six seven. He was the shortest dude in the starting lineup. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a big start lineup. <laughs> Shit tall. Shit tall as hell. As big as they were, Aiton plus nine. Not Aiton key, but but talk about that another day as we get close to playoffs. Um, so moving on to last night, get into it. The Heat end up beating the Warriors 116-109. Steph tried to do everything he could. 36 points, 11 rebounds, still got the loss. Draymond actually scored over 10. He had 16 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists as well. Wiggins with 23, but y'all know. Y'all know what happened. I'll let them talk about that one. Um, and for the Heat, hey, man, Jimmy Butler, 22 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. Um, another big Duncan Robinson game. Even He had 21, even though he was only 4 for 11 from deep. So he had a four shot at the arc. Bam, 19 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists for him. And 20 bench for Tyler Hero, who is starting to consistently score off the bench. My man is happy he did not get traded. They said, we're not trading you. He is, he's showing up now um, as their only bench guy seems to be working out very well for them. Uh, so, Darnell, what did you see out of this one? This was actually surprising. Um, you got a good game from Steph Curry, 36, 11 rebounds. Didn't get the number normal assist numbers that he might get, but you know Draymond fills in that role for him. Uh, he had 16, 10, and eight with four steals, so that was a good game for him, you know. But Kelly Oubre just didn't do enough. He was four of eleven, zero for three from three. They don't really get a lot from the bench because they don't really have. They just don't have the talent out there. A lot of former G League guys or guys that are fringe NBA players that are on that bench. So we know where we're going to get there. But for the Heat, obviously it was the first game. Victor Oladipo with the team. He scored six points in this 23 minutes. Not Obviously not great, but he had some moments defensively against Steph that were key. And there was also one switch where Bam Adebayo switched on to Curry at the end. I think it was the end of the game. And he forced a, you know, a three-point miss from Curry. That was a great, you know, look. And the Heat are just trying to figure out how to get back to playing Heat basketball. And having Trevor Ariza out there adds another defender, helps, you know, replace some of what they lost, losing, you know, Jay Crowder last year. Tyler Hero, like, like I said about the last game, he started to find his role, starting to figure out his way. He had 20 off the bench. You got 10 for Iguodala. And, you know, that's enough because you got you got scoring from your starters. And when Duncan is scoring 20 and, you know, he was only 4 of 11 from three, but he made four other field goals, that's great. Whenever he just has it going, you know, the Miami Heat are a dangerous team. When he's off, they're average team. So they really go – they're going to go as, as Duncan Robinson goes, and we're just going to have to monitor that as we go forward. Um, real quick, Dom, before you go, Oladipo plays first game. Two for eight from the field, five fouls, three turnovers, minus six. But uh, go ahead. What do you think about this one? I think, yeah, what Darnell just said, I, I agree. It's like what we were saying about the other game. The, the Duncan, whenever Duncan Robinson scored like 20, 
it, he's always the highest plus minus. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he he all he's always the highest or the lowest. Is really so the games really do always come down to him for as bad as you know as bad as Ubre was as bad as Wiseman was as bad as the bench always is. I one thing that interests me with with they didn't play Juan at all. He only played a minute like at the, at the end of the game. I guess when the game was over. So I guess that I guess Juan isn't in the rotation as much, or maybe they didn't like the matchup here. But yeah, Juan didn't get any playing time this game, so I wonder. I wonder if they're just done with them at this point. But, you know, Wiseman and, and Ubre, you know, they, they have to score better if, if the because because we know the bench isn't going to be good. But again, it comes down to Duncan being, you know, efficient. If Duncan's going to have an efficient game and score 20 points, you know, that that's, that's what took the heat to the finals. <laughs> so. Like that's really what it came down to, and obviously Tyler, you know, Tyler being Tyler scoring more efficiently off the bench, going eight for thirteen out there. So you know, those are those are the main keys that I took away from it. And Iggy, Iggy scored ten, so you know, and so did Ariza. So they got some they got some good contributions out of pretty much everybody. Um, a couple of things I saw: Wiseman five turnovers. That's not great. Five shots, one for five, and five. Um, I don't like what I've seen out of Wiseman so far. Not nah, in the starting lineup, he's really bad. Down. That's why that man is flying down the rookie of the year ladder. <laughs> I mean, I guess he has to be on it. Not that many rookies, jeez. Um, but the other thing, man, I'm I'm getting tired of Steve Kerr. Tell you why. I watched this and I'm watching, and it was it was in the fourth quarter, and dude, they they just for no reason, if Steph is going to be out there, right? Now you're worried about his minutes. If you're trying to really make the playoffs, if you're going to play him, and he's going to come back quick off of injuries, bro, please at least use him in the right times, because in the fourth quarter. It can't – these guys can't be out there without Steph for half the fourth quarter. And it happens every time, and it kills everything. I'm I'm looking at Steph on the bench, and he's just like, bro, what the fuck am I watching? Because they put Nico Manny yeah, – you, you saw that game where he turned up on the bench. It's like, bro, y'all niggas suck. <laughs> they, they still suck. <laughs> can yell all he wants. They're garbage. But, damn it, at least he could be on the court. Because I'm watching, bro, the, the one minute Nico Mannion was out there felt like an hour, and it was in the fourth quarter. And he was a minus eight because he was out there doing nothing. I was like, what is he? Dude, come on. Steph is right there. We cannot put Nico Mannion out here in the fourth quarter of a close game when we're the 10th seed trying to make the playoffs. Like, I, don't, I don't get it, man. Like, I don't know. And I know he can't play all the time, but him just put put him on the bench in the third quarter give him at least a whole quarter he can just come back don't play him the whole third quarter and then bench him in the fourth no that's not what you're supposed to do you can't do it because he has no time then to come back i think he went back in the game and they were down like 12 13 14 or something because I, I was watching, I'm like, man, I, I turned it off. It's like, they're getting smoked. 
he probably scored and scored some more, and he kind of came back, but not really. But like at least if he comes back, if it's the start of the fourth and they're down twelve or thirteen, okay, I can work with that. He might be able to explode and get you a win, maybe. But not if you just go and put him in with six minutes left and it's the same damn thing. So I'm, I'm I, it's just it's like every game they try the same thing and it just doesn't work. Because Kelly Oubre can't be out there unsupervised. He can't. And I'm tired of watching him out there unsupervised with no help. Like, <laughs> like at least if you want to put him out there, I would put all of them out there and not Steph for a little bit. I'd put Wiggins, Green, Oubre. i put all them dudes out there. They love obviously playing Draymond and Steph together. Bro, just have him help those other dudes out for a little bit. Steph can do it by himself for a little bit. But you can't just stagger the minutes to where it's just Uber and Wiggins by themselves. You know what I mean? It, just, it can't be that. But yeah. whatever. Been seeing it all year. It's because they're always on TV. Whatever, whatever. Um, so just getting tired of it, man. Killing my guy, Steph. Everybody. All these bums. All these bums, man. Killing my guy. <laughs> tired of this. Tired of this crap. Like, how do Pacers put up a better fight than y'all? Anyway, moving on. Um, Moving on to the next game. This one went double overtime. Was a hilarious game. Um, but the Hawks end up being the Spurs. 134-129. Um, Clint Capella, 28 points, 17 rebounds, five blocks for him. Trey Young, 30 points, 12 assists. A lot of those coming after overtime. Did have seven turnovers, but if you're the only person who's dribbling the ball, I guess it's okay. Bogdanovich making his grand, grand. You know, coming back into the starting lineup, big moment here. 28 points, 12 of 17 from the field, 4 of 5 from deep. Galinari had 16 and 12, and a late three that kind of sealed the game. First, DeRozan, 36 points, 9 assists for him, 29 points for Devin White as well, and 18 for Rudy Gay off the bench, including a big shot to continue the overtimes. So, Dom, what did you see out of this one? two teams that you know two teams that aren't very good right now I mean losing losing Aldridge you know their second third second best player whatever you want to put him at I say he's probably the second best player but wherever wherever you want to rank him losing him you know that just stalled the offense that was barely already there anyway but they were still able to finesse the wins but at this point without him it's, it's going to be hard <laughs> going to be hard out there. They, they just not a whole lot of talent on this team. I mean, DeRozan, you know, he stepped up. He came alive. But, I mean, you know, Derek White. Derek White tried. He was there with them. DeJounte tried. But, Kelvin, I mean, Kelvin Johnson, he was a plus three. But, you know, he didn't contribute much in terms of offense. Patty Mills. Patty Mills can't go one for ten out there because he's already a defensive liability. So, you know, that definitely that definitely hurt them a little bit. He was a minus out there. Uh, Devin Vassell, whatever his name is. Yeah, Devin Vassell. He was out there. Six minus 11. Hmm? I said it's Vassell, but, yeah. Oh, Devin you know, Vassell. Okay. Yeah. You got to get worthy of having people pronounce your name right. <laughs> He's not there yet. Um, but yeah, Clint Capella just ate. There's, I mean, if he's going against Pirtle, I 
I mean, I'm better than Fertile, so you feel me? <laughs> like the fellows out there eating. Trey Young, he got his 28. He was able to, you know, he was efficient today. He was like, he wasn't too efficient, but 11 for 23, that's about 50%. So he was relatively efficient today. Bajanovic had a great game. Um, Gallinari, he was a high plus minus with plus 12. I mean, they've had better scoring. I mean, it clearly wasn't that much better since it was a double overtime game, five-point game. But, I mean, they've had a little more offense than the Spurs had. And, you know, maybe if LaMarcus won a whore and then go to Brooklyn, <laughs> maybe they could have won that game. But you know what? He is a whore. <laughs> so... It's like, nah. But yeah, you know, they're just missing Aldridge, and, you know, they weren't able to get a trade for him. So he's just somebody who's not there at this point, and they didn't have anybody to replace him. So that's pretty much what it came down to. Uh, Real quick, Darnell, Clint Capella, 10 for 10 from the free throw line. Never seen that one. Yes. (laughs) I think, yeah. Yeah, for me, I think um, the biggest difference was Clint Capella. Um, just having six offensive rebounds, 10 of 10 from the free throw line. He had 17 total rebounds, five blocks, 28 points. Just being that lob threat for Trey Young, giving Bogdanovich, you know, passing lanes, allowing him to open up from the three point line, and just giving him an inside presence that the Spurs didn't have. And like you said, um, not having Lamarcus Saldridge. They had Jakob Perto playing a lot of minutes, but, you know, it's just not the same because he's not the same offensive threat. He did get 10 rebounds. That's, you know, that's cool. But he just not the offensive threat that LaMarcus Aldridge is. And, you know, they're going to play a lot more from their – they're going to need a lot more from their guards. And they have a lot of guards. Um, Keldon Johnson, all the wings. Keldon Johnson didn't have a particularly good night. Played 26 minutes, only gave you five points, two of eight shooting. That's not great. Did give you seven rebounds. He's a really good rebounder for a guard. That's something I noticed. He had a 20-20 game against the Cavs, probably why. But yeah. um, Rudy Gay, he was off the bench. He gave you 18. I think everybody actually played well for the most part outside of Keldon Johnson, but it just simply came down to getting Patty stops. Mills. And Patty Mills' booty cheeks. Yeah, and Patty Mills. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about Patty Mills. Patty Mills is terrible. 15% true shooting percentage. That's horrible. Um, And, yeah, it came down to, you know, stops. And the Hawks just had more shot making on the night. Having Bogdanovich make 12 field goals, that's great. Trey Young only made 11 itself. So, 28, three players scored 28. You get 16 and 10 from two other guys off the bench. And that's a recipe to win. When I <clears throat> tell you, yeah, you know, everyone for the Spurs played as well as they could. They're just, they're just who they are. But when I tell you, man, I was ready to come on today because I was watching this actually late and completely killed Trey Young. Because so late in the fourth quarter, it was tied. He misses a floater um, to win the game. It was a pretty easy one. Um, but it's, obviously, as we know, he can't shoot that anymore for some reason. Um, then in overtime, he actually started turning up. I think he had only either said 10 or 16, I forget, but only 10 or 16 points heading in overtime. Then he started going crazy. But then in the first overtime, and it was late as well, 
he had the ball and he looked like he just didn't want to shoot it and he passed it to Gallinari late and Gallinari made the shot but it was after the buzzer because he passed to him so late so I was just like damn Trey I'm really selling and it just looked like one of those games where the Spurs was going to just just like fight their way to the win but I was impressed Trey on late in the game he really just kept taking over and um kept hitting you know big shots two for two from deep he didn't take a lot of threes but he was making them and this is very interesting, um, but a big win for them. Again, one thing we didn't mention, no John Collins today, obviously. Um, Hunter and Reddish been gone for a while. Those three players are the reason I'm a lump. I would be a little wary of them. I don't I don't think they would beat any of the top three teams. They could definitely scare them though. If they have if they have everybody. Because when they had everyone, I thought they could be the one seed. Um and when I say scare them, I mean they would scare them more than the Knicks because the Knicks keep selling games. I'm, I'm off the Knicks bandwagon. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> they, they always lose these two-point games, man. You can't always. Yeah. They don't have no closers because they're – because, bro, they put the ball in R.J. Barrett hands. Let's <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> I think it's because of D. Rose, actually. D. Rose is their closer. He really was closing games. He's hurt because he's because he's D Rose. Yeah, D Rose with Thibodeau. That's the thing. Oh, I know that's the my man was healthy all season for Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> straight to New York. There he goes. He wanted this. <laughs> he did. You you know what it does? It keeps the cult alive. <laughs> God. <laughs> if there's ever an NBA player with a cult following, bro, <laughs> the the number one rule, the number one rule of NBA Twitter, no Derrick Rose slander. That's just rule number Will one. be tolerated. No. no. Zero. No Derrick no Rose slander tolerated ever. <laughs> if Derrick if Derek Rose never got hurt, he's the best point guard of all time. Yes. That's just the rule. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So moving on to your future NBA champions of 2021. The Nets beat the Hornets 111-89. Um, for the Hornets, I mean, nothing went right. Rogier 4 for 11. They were 5 for 11. They just had... This ended up going against the NBA champs. Um, no James Harden. Kevin Durant will not play till the playoffs. He might not play till the finals at this point. Um, doesn't matter. Kyrie <laughs> said it's my turn to be the MVP. I'll just go out there. 15, 11 rebounds. He said, I can pass. Eight assists. Um, Aldridge came to the team. Nine rebounds, six assists, 11 points, plus 22. Four for 10 from the field. First round, 14. Jeff Green, 8 for 17, 5 for 12 from deep. Off the bench, Tyler Johnson and then Shamit, 5 for 7 from deep as well for both of them. I, uh, Darnell, what did you see out of this one? Saw two teams going in opposite directions. Saw a Hornet team that, you know, was really struggling out of the gates in this game. They only scored 11 points in the first quarter. They were down 32-11 after the first. That's – you know the 2K rules. That's past the sticks. 
And you know, the Nets, like, they were just – it was just surprising to me that they were just getting, you know, some of the looks that they were getting from some of the guys they were getting by. Like, there was no James Harden out there, obviously. No Blake Griffin. No Kevin Durant, like, obviously everyone knows. And it seems like it doesn't matter. It seems like they, they're just doing a good job of plugging and playing. You make – you get five threes out of Jeff Green. You get five out of Shamit, five out of Tyler Johnson. That's just unheard of. Like, some of the players that are just making contributions, you just wouldn't expect. You got a good night from Bruce Brown. He was 7-10 from the field. Just everyone all around. LaMarcus Aldridge is a plus 22. Like, when was the last time he was a plus anything in a game that mattered? Like, the Nets are just, you know, they're the Nets. Like, I'm not even – I shouldn't even be surprised. But here I am, surprised that, you know, they have a win against the Charlotte Hornets where they blow them out. Um, but I think it just goes to show you that once fully healthy, this team's going to be nearly unstoppable. Not nearly. <laughs> they are just unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> Dom, we're <clears throat> I know it's been a lot of conversation about James Harden winning MVP. Fuck his MVP, bro. Yeah, he eliminated now, for real. <laughs> Last not night, a third, not, not a 30-point win without the nigga. <laughs> it's, and again, like, okay, the Hornets are missing LaMelo, but they were the fourth seed. <laughs> like, yeah. Even Milwaukee's been gone. They were still the fourth seed. I don't care about Harden's MVP anymore. This yeah. team is just stupid. <laughs> just get that shit to Jokic already. Call it a day. <laughs> and real quick, the Hornets, even though, like, yeah, LaMelo's hurt, um, they recently have beaten the Spurs by three, you know, their playoff team, the Heat by five, blew the Rockets out by 25. They only lost by four to the Suns, and they just beat the Wizards by 10. So they won four of the last five, and they just come here and just get obliterated. For just because I want to see Lamelo in the playoffs, I hope this doesn't like destroy their confidence. <laughs> For real. <laughs> now, now I was watching the game, bro. They that they just didn't have it. The confidence was shot. They were they came yeah. into the game like we're gonna lose. <laughs> they, That's okay. They don't eighty nine points, bro. Not eighty nine. It's okay. They play the Pacers today. You just gotta beat. You just gotta beat the Pacers, man. It'll be all right. Bounce back, beat the Indiana. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, for the I I completely agree. James Harden's MVP. It, that it just left last night. Not not a twenty point win with the third guy. Oh, and the Marcus looks. Like, oh, and there was no Blake Griffin. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, Blake wasn't there either. <laughs> But yo, fuck his MVP, bro. <laughs> but but you know who didn't play? Who did not play? Guess who didn't play? The guy from oh, DeAndre Jordan. Oh. Andre Jordan didn't play. Well, you look at that. He doesn't play, and all of a sudden it's a twenty-point win. It's incredible. It's like I've been saying it all year. They finally just had to talk to him, like, look, man, you suck. Picks up. He picks up a do not play coach's decision. Yep. The MPC later. You can still get this ring, but you know, you know, in court. They, 
They said, we'll try to Amir Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's Alize Johnson. Amir Grimes. Oh, 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 Said, for the rest of the season, bro, something like that. They said, bro, we just want to make it very clear. You have played your last minutes for this team. <laughs> so every, unless everybody gets hurt. <laughs> yeah, not a lot is going to walk out here and be like a minus 16, and we always lose to the Rockets because of you. So I was waiting for them to do it because, you know, they were just they were waiting for Aldridge to get there. They're like, all right. He can't really complain if we put Aldridge and Claxton over him. And then Blake Gould, too. He's the one. He's been the only reason they almost lose. (laughs) So now he's out. It's just like, damn. There it goes. Who the fuck is MVP, bro? (laughs) Hey, man. Bro, that nigga, I don't want to call that nigga best player in the league no more. I don't care no more. (laughs) You don't want to call Harden. <laughs> no, I'll. I mean, if they's gonna blow niggas out, regardless. <laughs> One thing though about James Harden, in his defense, he's not complaining about getting the MVP. No, and because he know. But another thing in his defense, he has gotten, you could say, robbed of MVPs before. He could complain. Don't, don't he can't complain. You know, smack if it was LeBron. They'd be like, oh, he's got to be MVP. They have the best team. <clears throat> and he'd be complaining. Yeah, but you got to get – to get to that point, you got to get snubbed enough times to get to the point where it's just no, the narrative is waiting to give you the award. He's been snubbed enough times, though. He's been snubbed twice. <laughs> James Harden? He's, he's been snubbed twice. He's been snubbed twice. That's enough times for the <laughs> bro. Harden honestly could have won MVP four times. Like, he could have won the he could have won the award like four different times. Boring thirty five. Like come on. Like so he really deserved it over Russell Westbrook. Yes. Yeah. I, I he think did. that one for sure. He did. I think that one for sure. I think that no one for way. Sure. That's, that's the one. Need. That's that's the one. That's the one where I always was like, Westbrook really got that shit for uh, as a consolation award, bro. That was Harden's. That was Harden's award. That's it. Bro, that, he, that was right. It put him in the Hall of Fame. Young Oladipo and Sabonis, and they were a seventh seed. That shit was Kevin Durant just team. left the just left the team. I don't care and, where Kevin Durant went. <laughs> That's, that's why. Took, he took him to the playoffs. That's average the triple double, doing it. That's MVP worthy. No, the seventh seed. No, <laughs> I think he was a sixth seed. Nah, because they played the Rockets and got blown off the court. I remember that one. Yeah, the Rockets. Oh, yeah, were, so they were. They were. That was, that was the year the Rockets. Uh, was that the year the Rockets almost beat the Warriors? No, it wasn't. No, I wasn't. That was before Chris Paul. Rock's that in the was before Chris anyway. Paul was there. But that was before Chris Paul was there. So Chris Paul wasn't even on the Rockets at that point. That was, was really hard that year. Come on, man. He playing with was Dwight Howard even there? Was that one of the years that Dwight was like injured? 
don't remember. I can't remember. I, remember. I think Clint. I think Clint was the center at that point. But yeah, that's, I, yeah, that's what was I was like, thinking. That zone was hard. Beth, Clint, Harden. That was Harden's trophy, and he could have won it over Steph the first year. You could make it. The, you could make the argument that he could have yeah. won over Steph. You could have. You could have made the argument that he could have won over Giannis. Obviously, the one year, but he. He definitely he could have won MVP like four times. He could win it this year. It just can't. <laughs> not not uh, think it's gonna blow playoff teams out by thirty without him. Yep. And they got they got one, two, three other all stars. Yeah, like five other all stars. I mean, who play? Kevin Durant doesn't play. Kevin Durant hasn't played for him. Kevin Durant is the best player on the team. I don't even know if he's the best player on the team anymore, but I think Hard might be. I can't. It, it doesn't matter. Actually, you know, I, I this, is, this is actually what they wanted to do. You know what? They got to the point where it doesn't matter. You can say whoever is whoever. They just going to win these two. Then someone's going to call someone a bitch. And it's going to be over. But they're going to win the two. <laughs> they winning the two. They're getting these two right here. They said, bro, LeBron, you're going to have to wait till you're 38. <laughs> you're going, or, or you're going to need Steph to do this. <laughs> or he, he'll never leave. He'll never leave. Oh, but That's what we need. Please don't he make that him right podcast. Uh, no one knows what you're doing with me. <laughs> it's time. He needs Dame time. He needs the most. He needs the most disrespected player in the NBA. Damian. <laughs> His words. LeBron's. No, he said Devin Booker, then Damian Lillard. Yeah. Yeah, I was Devin Booker. But he said Damian Which... Lillard was right behind him. That's what he needs. Time. That's, but but as but as we know, Lillard will never leave. He's the most loyal player in NBA history. Oh, he's too loyal for his own good. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> he's, he's he's the most loyal player. I'm too damn loyal for this bro. damn NBA, I, bro. <laughs> I think I think he has a I think he has a song. It's either a song or an album because you know he's a rapper. I think he has he either has a song or the album name, but it's it's one of them. It's called "Loyal to the Soil." <laughs> he can't leave. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he, he literally yeah, he's not going nowhere. He can't. He's not allowed to. He's not allowed. He, he really if his whole like, image is going to be off loyalty. Yeah. Man has, man has quadrupled down on not going. I'm more going to be, and that's why I'm in the Hall of Fame. It has to be. Yeah, he has to be a Hall of Fame. Niggas, niggas, niggas really be saying he the most loyal player in the league. Like there's not 20 other niggas that haven't left their team. <laughs> Bill, right there being stupid, stupidly loyal. <laughs> Bill, right there being. Even dumber, because his, his his team even worse. Yeah, but, but we don't talk about Beal. <laughs> nah, Steph, Steph ain't left, but nah, Steph had a Steph had a good team. He had no reason to leave. 
Giannis out here stupid as shit. Hey, man, nah, nah. Lilla just loyal, man. <laughs> Bro, shut the fuck up. To the soil. Giannis ass. Giannis trash. That's that's why he can't leave. Uh bro. Relax. DeRozan got traded. Nah, bro. Lillard. It's all Lillard. <laughs> DeRozan motherfucking cried getting traded to the Spurs, bro. He didn't want to leave. Nah, bro. It's all Lillard. Lillard, Lillard, Lillard the one, bro. <laughs> hey, man. To the soil. All that, sir. <clears throat> That man. Hey, but hold up. Now here we go from the from the from the most loyal player in, in the NBA to the second most loyal player in the NBA, Mister. I'm gonna stay a Pacer for life, Mister. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay a Thunder for life. <laughs> uh, right, right there, the Clippers. <laughs> He's making the Clippers. I bet. <laughs> Now the Clippers have him for life. He signed that contract. But anyway, here we go. Moving on, the Nuggets beat the Clippers 101 to 94. In this game, Jamal Murray led the way. Nine of 18 for the Nuggets, 23 points. Jokic 14, 7 and 7 for him. Michael Ford Jr. 20. Everyone in the starting lineup, double figures um, for the Nuggets for the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard, 24 points, 12 rebounds on 10 of 22 shooting. Paul George, 5 of 15, 17 points. And Terrence Mann tried. He was 8 of 10 from the field. So, Darnell, what did you see out of this one? Great response, Darnell. Darnell wasn't in the thing. So, Dom, what did you see out of this one? (laughs) (laughs) I see. I see our favorite player out there. Our new favorite player out there. Yo. Yo. Yeah. My shit fucked up. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, we were just talking about the Clippers Nuggets now. And um, you feel me? I mean, Kawhi went out there. He tried with his 24 points. I mean, you know, it wasn't anything too great. and But, you know, he needed some help out there. And Terrence Mann wanted to be the help. He did. He tried his hardest to be the help. Did it? You know. Yeah, he did. He, he was he was the best scorer that Lou Williams was supposed to be <laughs> in, in, the, in the series against this team. So he did what Lou Will was supposed to do out there. But you feel me? He just needed help from one more person. And he wasn't able to get it. I mean, my man scored 17. You can't be shooting five for 15, man. Can't be shooting five for 15, bro. I mean, it's not completely your fault because we know the team's ass. But still, if you're going to be the second best player, we need a little more for you, bro. But one thing I've noticed about the Nuggets, man, just just this recent stretch, and, you know, it was. I think both of y'all said it was the best. It was the best trade of the deadline, and like I just wanted to see it first. But I ain't know this nigga was just gonna be that big of an impact. I really didn't. I had no <laughs> idea. I had no idea this man Aaron Gordon was just gonna be the the steal. <laughs> he always he always the highest or second highest plus minus out there. Told you, man. He really, he really, huh? I said I told you, man. 
he out there, he's going to give you 14, 6, and 6. It's because he's a capable passer. He's he's a good enough board man. He can score enough that he can play good enough defense. Three steals, two blocks. Like, he's just capable of doing everything. And I guess just in Orlando, it just got, you know, overlooked and everything like that. But, you know, here he has – here he's just able to shine. So – this this is looking crazy. Aaron Gordon really is looking crazy for this team. So I mean, it'll you know they're still not even they still even have their you know their bench back with their bench scoring back with Monte Morris. So it really has just been the um the starters for for this for this stretch. But the starters are just so good at this point, man. Like Michael Porter Jr. not being asked anymore really did just save everything. If he can just give you 15 to 20, you feel me? That's all he needs to do. He don't need to drop like 30 and 40, but he needs to give you like 15 and 20. He really does change everything out here. Jokic only had 14 and they won, bro. You remember early in the season, he had to score 50 for them to lose by five. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like... It just seems like the team is just coming together. Jamal Murray, you know, he's he's shaping in the playoff form. You know, he's been doing a lot better recently. Um, Michael Porter, like we were saying, and Will Barton being consistent on offense has helped a lot too. It's just their starting lineup is just, is just snapping, and Aaron Gordon really did just come in and make that shit so deadly. So I I don't know I don't know if like <clears throat> in the playoffs if the bench will be able to contribute as much. But for right now, their starting lineup is so good that they won't they won't they don't, they don't need the bench right now. <laughs> I know what are your thoughts. Yeah, I expect uh I expect the Nuggets to get some production from one guy off the bench when it matters. It's gonna be JaVale McGee. Oh man, he's gonna provide all of the spark off the bench. Why just wait and see. Um, but back to this game, yeah, the Clippers, obviously, they got the normal production they get from guys like Kawhi Leonard, you know, a really good game from Terrence Mann off the bench, trying to replace that scoring role for uh, Lou Williams that was traded away. You have Luke Kennard on the bench. He's somebody else that's supposed to give you a little bit of scoring punch, but it really came down to one guy. We're honestly being honest, but you look at the plus minus and you would think it would be quiet Leonard, but it was just Paul George, five of 15 overall, two of seven <laughs> for three, um, two turnovers. And I think he had a layup at the end of the game that he missed that was, you know, in a clutch moments. And he's like yelling at the ref, looking for a foul, didn't get one. And it's just, Again, after again, it's just time at time and time again that we see in big games that Paul George just come up short. And um, to the point where I don't – I picked the Clippers to have the second best chance to get to the – what, to the ABA Finals outside of the Lakers. Yep. And I'm starting to eat that crow because <laughs> I don't know if, if I can really bank on Paul George. I'm banking on Kawhi Leonard to have a – a resurgence, but it just doesn't look too likely. I'm holding out hope that Ty Lue has something in his up his sleeves for the playoffs because that's all I got left. 
<laughs> the Clippers look done. Ty Lue, I have to huh? be honest. <laughs> Who's that you say? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, was, I was listening, but you know. But I heard you say Ty Lue. <laughs> That's all I got left, man. It's some you got, hope you're putting time, your man. faith in Tyron the fuck Lue? <laughs> My man said he hopes LeBron changes jerseys real quick. Get the Clippers over the hump. <laughs> And that's all I got, man. But yeah, the, the Nuggets just look like the better team, to be honest. They are. The better you know they don't team. have the better record. I can tell you, I was like, bro, the Nuggets are better than these dudes, and so are the Blazers. They're both better than them. Now we'll see. The we already know. You already know. You 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 right, man. You are hoping. You know what the you know what the issue is with this. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Here's the issue. Uh-huh. As we look at the standings right now, the Clippers are five and a half back. The Lakers are six and a half back. The Nuggets are six and a half back. The Nuggets have won four straight. The Lakers are going to keep losing. The Clippers now are in the situation where they really might play the Lakers in the first round. <laughs> oh boy, Damn. that would be that would be musty TV. You know what, though? I want to see it because you know what? It's the only time they're going to play them. (laughs) They're not getting out of the first round regardless. And at least this way you got an excuse. Damn, we had to play the team that just won the championship in the first round. Because anybody else would destroy everything. Like Like, they can't play them. They can't lose to the Mavs or the Blazers. They really, they can't lose to the Nuggets. Can't, can't, can't lose to the Blazers. No, 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 no. Ain't no Blazers. Can't lose to the Blazers. I don't care about none of these other teams, bro. Y'all can't lose to the fucking Blazers, man. Paul George, you can't let it do to you again. And, and look, look, look at the, look at this. The Nuggets have won four straight. The Blazers have won four straight. The Mavs have won two straight. The Clippers have now lost two in a row. Bro. <laughs> Clippers need to pray. They need to pray for that first seed. They need to pray to everybody. Oh, they're not getting the first seed, bro. At this point, you might as well just go ahead on and hope you play the Lakers. At least that'll save you the embarrassment. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's going to end one of two ways. They're not beating the Nuggets. But right now, the Nuggets are the five. They're the three. I don't think they're beating the Blazers. Nuggets are four. Are they four now? It says they're five. Yeah. All right, LA, so. LA's five. Gotcha. So the top. Bro, and they're really one back in the bro. And I don't – and so real quick, the Nuggets, man, their defense with Aaron Gordon is just crazy. It's insane. Because yeah. it's like – change everything. Because I'm watching – I you, you know what I got to say? I got to say, we were talking about defense player of the year. Small Murray was up there. That's what he do. They were putting him on Kawhi, and he was kind of locking him down for a little bit. And then the problem is, okay, so now you just want to like save his legs a little bit. They just put Aaron Gordon on him because you know who they're not worried about. They're like, yeah, we can just stick Harden over there. Do <laughs> relax. Well, Barton got him covered. <laughs> well, Barton but got him locked. But it's this. <laughs> 
the same it's the same issue it's the same issue we'd be talking about with boston y'all it's just if all they're going to do is play iso ball and then the problem with this team is they only got two niggas that can do it <laughs> that can play the iso ball <laughs> yep so at least boston got like four they got like they got like three and a half because marcus can kind of do it a little bit but like they got like three and a half people that can just play iso ball but with the Clippers, they really only have two. <laughs> so, 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 like, as ass as he be, I do be feeling bad for him, bro. Because <laughs> it'd be like, damn, he really don't. He really do have to do it. He has to be right there with him. And he just not him. He can't be there with him. He he does it occasionally. But he going to give you his games where he's bold. Um, a couple of things from this game as well. For some reason, which I've been saying this all season, but they won't do it. Batum is now on the bench, which just fucks up everything. Because, again, he's their best passer. Um, he had three assists off the bench. Until well, Rondo comes there. Yeah, until Rondo gets there. But I'm just saying. Um, he's their best passer other than – he's their best passer, period. But Paul George had five assists, quiet four. He had three, so he was third in that. But if he just started and they would just put the ball in his hands, it would be better than putting Marcus Morris in there, who just shoots. Um, secondly, <laughs> Terrence Mann was great. I don't know if he's ever going to do that again. Bullshit. Um, he had 18 on 8 10 shooting, was really dragging them back in the game for real. And they still ended up losing. The most concerning thing Jokic was bad by like his standards, he was bad. Four turnovers. Bad, bad. plus minus on the team. By his standards, I'm telling you. I watched it. I was like, man, I have never seen Jokic play that badly, actually. He was missing everything. Now, and, and actually, the, the shocking thing about it was Zubats was kind of on him, for real. Because he couldn't really push him. And they weren't giving Jokic foul calls. He didn't get any. He was complaining all night about it. He got zero free throws. Kind of ridiculous. Um, so he wasn't getting the calls either. So if, if they're if the MVP is gonna go out there and give you the least amount of points in the starting lineup, and you still can't beat them. I mean, to the Clippers' credit, they did actually try to come back. They 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 in the fourth quarter they got it down to three because they were getting destroyed really the whole game because they couldn't score. Um they got close, but then you know. It wasn't even Paul. It was just Kawhi started selling. Terrence Mann did all he could do at that point. Um, I just, I, it, I was watching and I was kind of the thought creeped in my mind. I don't think they'll do it, but I think it's possible that they could beat the Lakers as Nuggets team. I think it's possible. It it really is going to come down. To who Aaron Gordon guards and how well he can guard them, right? Because he's got to be on one of them. Yeah, put him. got to be on. That's what I'm saying. I think LeBron's going to do what he does. So you might as well let him fuck it and just hope yeah. Aaron Gordon can. We're not stopping that shit. <laughs> exactly. Hope he can do something with AD. That's got to be the hope. And. You know, it is what it is. Aaron Gordon, he was stopping Kawhi. He really was. 
Kawhi was hitting tough shots when he hit any of them. But it wasn't easy. Kawhi wasn't getting because Kawhi couldn't just back him down. Aaron Gordon's too strong. That's the thing. So I was thinking maybe, but no, nah, you guys put him on AD. Yeah. I'd be like, look, man. Yeah, for one thing we know about AD, as 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 good as he is, he's not really like one of the strongest players. He's not he's not a post player, nope. nothing like that. So we saw PJ Tucker just like lock that nigga down for for a second. <laughs> so PJ Tucker can do it. Aaron Gordon probably just as strong and he's taller. Yep, he's faster. It's gonna depend yeah. on it's gonna depend on those free throws. I think possible. I don't think they would, but I think it's possible. One thing I know ain't gonna happen is the Clippers will not beat them in the series. The Lakers are not either. Either one of them. None of them. Any, I don't think they got the first one. I don't. I, I think there's no way they got the first one. Damn, they trade. <laughs> they trade like four first. <laughs> Just to not make it out the first round. To get to the second round one time. And have Kawhi straight leave. He might just go to the Lakers, bro. He might just be like, you know, fucking what? Honestly, bro. Honest, honest the fuck lead, bro. If that nigga's over, they're just going to do this. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, bro. It really opens the door for LeBron to just get one more dude. It could be Steph, it could be Kawhi. But if the Nets going to just get everybody. <laughs> You allowed to get somebody, LeBron. It's okay, now. I don't care. Why not? Not for the whole league, bro. Bro. They got the entire league over there, bro. Fuck it, man. I don't care no more. <laughs> yeah. LeBron, LeBron had to and you already LeBron had to get extra help. Man. <laughs> man. <laughs> Bro, Jordan not doing that. <laughs> Jordan not being that. Nah. I don't care. Nah. <laughs> Jordan not going to beat the whole fucking NBA by himself. So, I mean, shit, go ahead. Go ahead, LeBron. Kawhi, hey, man, you, you still going to stay in L.A., bro. I, I, think I really the, don't. I really don't think Steph going anywhere. I really don't. There's just no part of me. I don't either. either. I'm just more clay for that matter. At this point, man, this is about the league. If this is going to be just a super team, we at least need two of them. We've yeah. seen this before. I've seen LeBron try to do this shit before. Man, nah, he doesn't have to do that again. He doesn't even have to try. Let's go ahead. But here's the thing, right? And you, the funny thing about it is Kawhi could even lose to them, and there's already a precedent. What I think can't happen, for pride's sake, I agree. I even think with the Nuggets, it'd be like, all right, the Nuggets are just better, and this is a badly built Clippers team, so I'm going to leave. He can't lose to the Blazers. He can't. He can't lose to the royal guy. He can't lose to the Blazers. That's the one team. They <laughs> I don't care. Yo, they can lose to Dallas. They can lose to Denver, bro. They cannot lose to Portland. Not oh. Portland, bro. 
Portland gonna be the most demoralizing. Kawhi leaving if they lose to Portland. Ain't no <laughs> fucking way. He might as well. He might. Well, he not leaving because he not going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> he better just go right the fuck ahead. Yep. <laughs> Stay right in Staples Center. There's really <laughs> no other there. option, too. That's the funny part. There's like nowhere else Golden, could go. Golden State would be cute. But they just don't have the bench. <laughs> now, Golden State, you can get the bench. We've seen that. Good enough, you get the bench. These niggas, these niggas will come off the bench. They don't care. Golden State, I actually would fuck with. Like Golden State, maybe he's not gonna. He's, he would never go to Utah. Utah. Fuck no! What? Who? What? Who? <laughs> Who the fuck did you just say? You sleeping on the jazz, bro? <laughs> I'll say Phoenix. I was gonna say Phoenix before y'all just started going crazy. Don't ever, don't ever say <laughs> a fucking jazz, bro. They're the one seed. Maybe the they, Bucks. They at least not gonna be Maybe out in the Bucks. first. I was Maybe thinking the Bucks, Bucks too. Uh, Bucks, Sixers, Sixers would work. The Heat. Oh no, about the Sixers. What you know about the Sixers? He <laughs> 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 said that ain't moving no needles. Oh. <laughs> We could go to the finals with Kawhi. Nah, he can't go there though because of Doc. Well, he didn't say anything about Doc. Actually, that was Paul George. That was that was the the one the one that cheated on his daughter. Yes, that one. <laughs> we don't want him. <laughs> he could go to the Warriors. I just say he just go ahead on, go to the Lakers, and call it a day. Right after you lose this first round series. One thing I don't want – it sucks because one of these teams has to play the Lakers, though, and the Nuggets or the Blazers. I really just – but I also don't want the Nuggets and Blazers to play each other. I want one of them to play the Suns, but it's not going to happen. Suns are too far ahead now. Because I, I I like both of them. I would love a Nuggets-Blazers second round matchup. I still want them to play in the first round. I think they both are fire. But – I want. I I want to see it, man. I really want to see it. The 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 thing is, Phoenix is gonna play somebody interesting. Oh, they're gonna play the Mavericks. They're right there. Exactly, and that's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be crazy, bro. Luca versus Booker. That, that's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be a fun game. Fun series. Man. Jazz Any, Spurs, anybody, NBA TV, baby. Anybody that the that the Spurs don't play, it's going to be fun. They might not even get in. Good. <laughs> hey man, the Warriors, man, the Warriors, the Warriors, stop fucking around. If if it's if, if they would just play that man, he gonna be out there, play him and let him score his forty and win these games. Are this? Don't want the Grizzlies in there. The Pelicans lost to the Magic. 
I'm, I'm giving up on them. They really, bro, the Pelicans would have been half out of the playoffs. Why the fuck didn't Brandon Ingram play? You know, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Moving on. All right. Finish it off. Darnell. Whatever. Fuck him. Darnell. Yes. Player of the day. Game of the day. Coach of the day. Dickhead of the day. Go ahead. Go. go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, before, real quick. Real quick. Really, really quick. I almost forgot. NCAA tournament coming up Saturday. Um, We got... Gonzaga playing UCLA and Baylor playing Houston. Uh, Darnell, who you got in those two games real quick? I got Baylor and I got Gonzaga. I got them two meeting in the national championship. I got Gonzaga pulling away in the national championship against Baylor, even though you didn't ask me that, but that's what I got. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Dom, what are your thoughts? If UCLA gonna have one score and Gonzaga just gonna have all the scores, then I'm gonna go with Zags for this game. And for uh, the other game, I mean, it's just gonna come down to offense versus defense. I still think, um, I still think that dude is hurt. Uh, I forget his name, Jerry or something. But I'm pretty sure he's still hurt, huh? Jerrow, Jerrow, Jerrow. Yeah, I think Jarrell's still a little hurt, so I don't know if he's going to be you know, up to full strength. And in order for them to beat a team with a, with an offense like this, he's going to need to be fully healthy. And you feel me? I just don't think their defense is going to be able to keep up with the offense, especially the fact that they're you know not that good at shooting. So I'm gonna go with Baylor. I'm gonna go with Zags. Yeah, I agree. Baylor and Zags. It's, it's it's the finals we need, man. What we need, I need, I need Baylor to do their job. I know Gonzaga will. Um, they better, but I just need Baylor to do their job, man. Get this done. Houston gonna be tough. Houston gonna be a tough team, but they should, they should have enough to win that game. And real quick as well, tonight we got a big game for our NBA TV people. Bucks Blazers, man, at ten. Let's go. The two uh, most, <clears throat> two most loyal players in the league getting in. That's gonna be fun. All right, and I got and I got a little I got a little bit of news too. So my bad, I just <laughs> saw it. My, my bad. So the Clippers are trying to sign Derrick Rose this off season. Okay. <laughs> Northwest. <laughs> and um. The NBA is eyeing buyout changes after the Nets and Lakers gobbled up all the big name free agents. I mean buyout changes. They didn't explain what exactly buyout changes for for exactly, but they said they're they're looking to make some changes. I know they're gonna try to do. Damn, LeBron was like, bro, he really did get on the phone. He's like, bro, do something. Tired of it. Back down. Adam! <laughs> Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> he went to the best dunking back. <laughs> he can catch oops. <laughs> I thought he ain't dunked in five years. <laughs> oh, man. 
Um, I think I know what they're going to do. They're probably going to do like what the NFL kind of does. It's not going to do anything, but they're probably going to try to do a waiver wire. It just means that when someone gets bought out, the lowest, the worst team in the league gets the first crack at it and so on and so forth until you go up the ladder. It's probably what they're going to try to do whenever people get bought out of contract. Honestly, what they should that do doesn't make sense is, though. What they should just do is every I don't is allowed, do it. every team is allowed one buyout candidate. Like if like what do you mean you like like if you like one buyout if it's her instead it's it's yeah instead of no like the team like instead of just being able to like if a team is if a player is bought out by a team, you're only allowed to get like, if you're a different team, you're only allowed to get, like, one buyout player yeah. per season. No, that's, that's, that's literally I right. think that's what they should do. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what the waiver wire is? No, the waiver wire is something different. But, no, I, I was just saying, like, yeah, whatever. The waiver wire is something they do in the NFL when someone gets cut. I think? I don't know what happens, I think. Waves. Makes more baseball, actually. Yeah. Baseball. So, where someone gets waived, you basically say the worst team gets the option to pick them first. It's like a draft, basically. Basically, end of the draft. Then, if you go through all the waivers, then you're a free agent. No one would like that, so they can't really do that. I don't know what they're gonna do. They, uh, they should just not do anything. It's fine. Adam Silver gets on my nerves sometimes, man. Like, why does he always have to tinker with the rules? Like, I don't understand it. Like, nah, you understand? Leave it alone. You that's right now. <laughs> it's like, bro, the only thing we can be excited about is the first round of the Western Conference. And that's because Kawhi is going to leave when they choke. <laughs> that's the only nah, thing. No, nah, the Western. Conference finals. The Western Conference playoff series is all fun. Exactly. But one, a whole conference can't just have no fun matchups. <laughs> it's going to be what? It's going to be fun watching the Nets play everyone by 30. It's going to be fun watching y'all play the Bucks. Anyway, Darnell, real quick player of the day, coach of the day, game of the day, dickhead of the day. All right, so for my player of the day, I'm going with Devin Booker. He scored 45. That was the highest scoring of the last few nights. So I'm going there. For my game of the night, I'm going to go with Atlanta and San Antonio because it went in a double overtime, and that was a really close game. For my coach of the night, I'm going with Steve Clifford of the Orlando Magic. Getting a win versus the Clippers and then – Following it up with a win versus the Pelicans, even though they didn't have Zion. Still a good win, nevertheless, after gutting out your roster. So, cheers to you for the win. And for my dickhead of the day, um, it's going to be a tough one. I don't really have a dickhead. I don't think anyone did anything that really stands out. <clears throat> Someone passed. <clears throat> All right. Dom? So my player of the or my player of the day is Devin Booker too. You know he dropped his forty five on seventeen of twenty four shooting, which is incredible. Um, my my coach of the day would also be Steve Clifford for you know being able to do what you said, gutting out the whole roster and being able to, being able to beat two well, a playoff team that's 
some some a team that's kind of supposed to be a little bit in the playoffs, even though they're missing all their people. But you know what? Hey man, a win is a win, especially when you don't have nobody. Um, what's up, game? I gave it to Atlanta and San Antonio. It was a double overtime game, five point game. You know, it was a close one, and you know, it was just uh, that's just my you know game of the day. And for dickhead of the day, <clears throat> you know what? I was ab- I was about to give it to you, Darnell, for 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 for, for claiming that timing is the answer to this to the Clippers. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but. When I was reading the news, I came about I came about I came about something. Oh, are you back? It's about and it's a it's about it's about one of our favorite players, one of our favorite teams on the Golden State Warriors. <clears throat> it's about Mr. Draymond Green. Is is that what you're about to say? Nah. Okay. Okay, so Draymond Green. He said he wants women to be paid more, which is good. But <laughs> Oh God! He, wants, <laughs> he said he wants women to be paid more, but he is he is he is tired of them complaining about it. <laughs> and, and and the source is TMZ Sports. <laughs> Yo, where did you find it, man? <laughs> I don't know if we could get through this read <laughs> after that one, man. <laughs> like, talk about tone deaf. Like, wait, that sounds horrible. The guy who complains the most about everything. So he's tired of people complaining about money. <laughs> the bubble the the difference in the hotels i know he saw like that the ncaa women's thing compared to the ncaa men's thing i know he saw all that you know why i know he saw all of it his step was right there saying that shit is wrong <laughs> his, teammate, his teammate was right there saying all oh, this is awful draymond said you know what draymond said you know what i agree they should be paid more but they need to stop bitching <laughs> And you, Sir Draymond Green, <laughs> rightfully earned dickhead of the day. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Now, that's better than mine. I'm still going to go. Still Draymond gonna go. Be fight. Draymond be fighting for it all the time. Bro, Draymond be fighting for that shit all the time, bro. <laughs> it, it don't be him, and then he's got to do something. <laughs> he's bored. He's like, well, people might forget here. <laughs> Let me just remind them. Yeah, those women, they just complain too much. I mean, they do deserve the money. Don't get me wrong. But damn. Stop complaining. Only I get yeah. to complain. They, they, are right mistreated. <laughs> they, are, they are getting mistreated, but damn, why do they keep complaining about this shit? Man, just what? taking mistreatment. It's just the fact that it's him saying that someone needs to stop complaining. That's the part for me. It's like, bro, you see yourself on the court? Like, it's all of the for me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, real quick, player of the game, 
Player of the day, Devin Booker, easy. Um, game of the day, Hawks Spurs, pretty easy too. Double overtime game. My coach of the day, I'm giving it to J.B. Bickerstaff because you know what he didn't do. Yeah, that Steve Clifford stuff is nice. Oh, God. Yeah, the Timberwolves stuff is nice. But J.B. is sticking with the plan. He said, you know what? We're just going to lose. We're going to lose four straight. We're going to get this top pick. Whereas now they have fallen just below the magic in the standings. And they're looking right at Detroit because you know Detroit going to win. They're looking right at them. They're now fourth in the lottery, <laughs> and all he's got to do is keep doing his job to these abilities. <laughs> I don't know if this is the best of his. I don't know. Houston, Houston fighting hard as shit. Houston fighting hard as shit. Oh, Houston going to get the one. I think Anthony but might. But guess what? Able but guess what? They don't get it. Okay, see, guess <laughs> Oh, man. Damn. Thanks, Mr. Russell. The fuck Westbrook. <laughs> anyway, damn, 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 Houston. Yikes! Yikes! Hey, man, that that thirtieth pick they get from the Nets from the Nets next year will be nice, though. <laughs> yep. They really traded for they really traded for twenty games with all the depot. And some some championship first. Jesus. Harris was really right there. Harris and Jared Allen were both right there. Whatever. Whatever, <laughs> They could have. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> okay, okay, see on the rise, bro. Okay, see about to win five straight. Probably the greatest basketball team ever assembled by pure GMs. They're they about to make LeBron and KD join up on LeBron 41. That's how good they're about to be. <laughs> you know what? We've been doing this to each other. We got to do it together one time. But my decade of the day, um, I'm looking at, you know, the videos and everything. I'm watching, you know, I'm looking for the scores, everything. I'm on ESPN. I just see a report. It, it goes, and I quote, Paul George opens up about toe injury, and he's still trying to figure out how to get back to form. My dick had a Hey, man, his toe hurt, man. <laughs> hey, man, you ain't, never, you ain't never played basketball with a sore toe, bro. That shit you're running, bro. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just the only reason he's my dickhead of the day. I just saw, I just saw Drummond, just saw Drummond leave game for his toe. The only reason he's my dickhead of the day for that is because you can't say you're gonna make the whole world pay and then blame your toe. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's it. This is, it's not even about his play. It really, isn't. It's about that pure fact. That pure fact right there. He earned my dickhead of the day. It's it's never been about his play. It's always been about his mouth. Yes. And you know what? I got I I have to give him one to gear up for the seven straight that he's about to get. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have to prep it. 
you know, you know what, bro? But you know what? We really, we really need the Warriors in the playoffs. Because <laughs> he really is just sitting hey, right man, there. Steve Kerr really was about to get my dickhead of the day. I didn't see that report. I'm getting tired of him. He's really pissing me off. We need the Warriors in the playoffs because Draymond is sitting right there. <laughs> Which is All right, but, but real quick, man. Thank you guys for listening, man. For Darnell Jones and for Dom, this is Demetrius, and I hope you guys enjoy.